0: So if you if you are only listening to the audio, if this just popped up on your podcast feed, you don't know what you're in store for. But if you're watching, you may have seen already, we have a group of amazing individuals joining us tonight. I will be running solo from past the Controller, but we're going to make up for that tenfold with all these amazing folks. So we'll get right into it because tonight is a special episode where we're going to talk about the 20th anniversary of the Nintendo GameCube. Uh, which I'm curious to hear what everyone has to say because a console I love, a console maybe everyone else didn't love, a console most people didn't love because it didn't sell well, and uh, you know we'll get to that. So welcome everyone to the Pass Control Podcast, a show where a couple of best friends talk about the latest in video games and nerd culture. Sometimes we have guests, sometimes we talk about Craig too much. Either way, we have a new episode for you each and every week. As always, I'm your host, Brennan Groom. But joining me on this lovely evening is not who you'd expect. It's, first of all, actually, this is a whole cast of returning guests. This is this is a banger episode. Off the bat, this is just like banger, banger, banger. I wish the other person who was potentially going to join us tonight could have made it because it would have been a full roster of just returning amazing people. So we, we'll, 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 you know, what could have been? Maybe we'll, maybe we'll do a re, a redux at some point of a different topic with the same cast. Who knows? Who's to say? Anyways, joining us, you may know him from his work over at Prima Games. Or maybe you pre-ordered a book that he wrote
1: for Limited Run Games. Who's to say? I don't know. That's Jesse Vitelli. Jesse,
2: how are you doing this evening? It has that been t- a very weird Tuesday. That tattoo new. Never noticed it. Welcome, welcome everyone, to Tat Tuesdays on Pass the Controller. At
0: Tuesdays. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm happy to have you. Listen, I'm not going to lie. With, with this group of people right here, I'm always looking for a reason for all of you to come back on. Like, we should just always talk about stuff. I don't know. Ace is giving me a side eye. I don't know what that means. I mean, listen, Cam does often
2: slide in my DMs. He goes, hey, I have to say the number one. Guests so. just like you know, kind of is number two, and I think Jesse is creeping up on that third spot. So er I do do that, I do. do (laughs) 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 We're we're building a lore.
3: no, I thought I somebody's asked like, oh, introduce me last. I'm like, no, oh. I don't do that. I don't care when you introduce me.
0: I mean, the no. way I'm introducing everyone tonight, I am re- introducing you last. So nice Fair cover. Enough. I don't know. <laughs> also joining us is host streamer content creator extraordinaire over at Borderline Entertainment. The one, the only Asa Green River. Asa, how are you this evening?
4: I'm good. I'm super happy to be back. Um, I'm very glad
0: to be with all these wonderful people. But I just have to say it's been too long. It has been too long. And this is all my and, fault. It's no one else's fault but mine. That's true. That's true. That's what the side I was. I'm like.
3: Also, all right, if like, you. I, I just gonna say, like, I haven't mentioned this before uh, on a podcast or days so in general, but what a what a cool uh, last name. Green River is what a cool last name.
1: Thank you. Thank you. It's actually our uh, our tribe, so.
3: Yeah, oh, yeah. I assume so. That's cool. Yeah. Uh,
1: so I'm
0: glad you're doing well, Asa. I am glad you. you're here. Listen, the door is always open. I'm Uh, bad. I am bad at scheduling things in advance. If you can't tell that this was planned very yesterday. So yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime I'm here. Um, also joining us taking a break from hunting monsters editor over at game rant, Mr. Grayson Morales. I don't know. Grayson, you're, you're like
1: the, when I think of monster hunter, I (laughs) I think of you. I kind of think of Jesse too, but I think more of Grayson. Thank you you are it's just like if i was if i was going to build a party if i was going to build a
0: monster hunter party like for someone to carry me it would be grayson it would be you and then i don't know
1: rotating fourth chair
3: probably uh <laughs> probably uh ian i've never played it with Ian. Hunter. ian
1: is very good though from what i
0: understand ian, ian eludes me not in like a, a negative or like purposeful way but like ian is someone that like oh i think ian's funny he seems cool but we never like interact more than like, I'm gonna like all of his tweets. Anyways, yeah, Grayson. Ha-
5: enough, <laughs> <enough>. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> uh
0: I, we're actually gonna pivot this entire episode now. It's just we're gonna air out DMs. Uh that's what we're doing. We're just gonna air out, we're gonna about tattoos, we're gonna air out DMs. So Grayson, how are you doing? Love i'm good i'm good like when you invited me to come on you know you were like
6: oh i'm just gonna we're just gonna have some cool topic and i was like i don't i don't care as long as i get to come on the show i was like gonna it's gonna be a good time you know and then it ended up being gamecube stuff so i'm like oh shit, that's awesome i'm excited the GameCube, so like oh yeah gamecube's great oh the gamecube's like super yeah super important to
0: me so i'm excited to talk about it with y'all hell yeah the the thing with these episodes that i've been trying to Squeeze in before the year is over, is there's so many good gaming anniversaries this year, and I want to try to celebrate a lot of those. But it's so hard to like not only plan the episode, but also like I want to get people that I know that care about these topics or if they don't care about them, or sorry, care about these topics or have enough to say, even if it is like, you know, yeah, I have a lot to say about the Gamecube, but I don't actually like the Gamecube, but you have a lot of oh, opinion about it, like, I, I wanna gather like all of those people together. Um, but it's hard to like schedule that out, I feel like in advance without because it's like, all right, with this group here, there's a few things that I think would make sense, like some of these anniversaries. So like it has to be between these couple of anniversaries as opposed mm-hmm. to like let's just talk about any gaming anniversary because you know, if we're gonna talk about Halo 20th anniversary, maybe I would get a different cast of, of folks. If we're gonna talk about not maybe a fully Asa again, side Eye. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just, you know, depending on what it may be like, if we're going to talk about Sonic 25th anniversary, 35th, how old is Sonic? Too old. I don't know. No, mm-hmm. one, no, no one wants to listen to that. So
2: it doesn't matter. I'm not going to, I'm not going to build that episode, but. Uh... Fuck, off. Fuck off. I honestly didn't know where you were going with that. Google. And I was <laughs>
1: very nervous. And it's it's the 30th anniversary. 30th anniversary. anniversary. I knew it was like 25 to 35. It was in that realm.
0: He's lived too many lives. That's for sure. And rounding us out, the person that always slides into my DMs and tells me that it has to end with him. uh, (laughs) The Johto champion. Most recently featured over on IGN. The one Cameron Hawkins. Cam, how are you doing tonight? You know,
3: like... Thirty minutes, ago, well, about an hour ago, I wasn't going to be on this podcast. And That is ago. true. Was, that is true. I was like, I'll talk about the GameCube. You know, I was, I, I feel, I was like one of those things. Like, I feel like there's very specific games that I would like to talk about regarding the GameCube, um, more than just like the console in itself. Because while I love the GameCube, I only really had it for a very short, like, span of time, mm. um, and uh, it's probably like. I well, I still consider that I had a Gamecube as a kid. It's like i still I, I consider it more that I didn't, and it's like my favorite console that I never had, if that makes sense, or I never like really got to like put as much time that I wanted to into the console than I actually did. Um, I'm actually like thinking about going to like my local game shop. I talked to you about this already but mm-hmm. but like I plan am going to go into a local game shop to pick up a Gamecube because like now that the Xbox backwards compatibility is over, there's a bunch of third party g- games that are like. Um, along with some exclusive games on the GameCube that I want to play. And um, so I'm going to get a GameCube so I can have access to those games again.
0: This is my this is my launch. This is my childhood GameCube right here.
3: (laughs) Weirdly enough, I have I have it's missing the bottom
0: because I had a broadband adapter.
3: I have the box for my uh, Pokemon XD Gale of Darkness. uh, Ooh. Like but I don't trash. have the console. No, it's not. No, no, it's no, no. no, it is. No, it was a good no, game. No, it's not.
0: Wait, this is this is a full a This is a full Pokemon XD fast fan panel.
2: Magnus. Yeah.
0: Pokemon you XD. Yeah. Tale of, was of Darkness was a treasure. Listen, I love Pokemon, but come on now,
3: dude. Like I know people. Yeah, people wanted a console Pokemon game like for years because of those games. What are you talking about?
2: We will get to it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. Purify and stuff.
3: Oh, that's that's Colosseum, but still, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Definitely, definitely not how I remember this game. I remember not enjoying this game but
3: well, you maybe,
0: maybe I need to go back and revisit it. Maybe this is, maybe this is what should. happens. Maybe this is have, what happens.
3: Have fun finding a copy of that game because it's expensive.
0: I'm sure it is. Well, I did own it at some point, so maybe I can, maybe I can, uh, dig it up somewhere. I don't think I still have it, but you never know. I'd have a lot of, I have a lot of things that keep showing up as I'm unpacking boxes. So it may turn up. Who's to say. So there you have it. Here's our lovely cast of, uh, scallywags from around the internet from around the world from around the globe I guess around the country or all in the country so here we are before we get into it quick housekeeping things and then we'll move right along this episode of the past control podcast is sponsored by our good friends at goodnight fatty if you want to know more about them check them out on social media at goodnight fatty and the ptc movie club for december is a special uh trilogy watch of the matrix so if you have an interest oh. in the matrix or haven't watched the matrix and want to hear us talk about the matrix as we get closer to resurrection
3: is that the new movie yeah resurrections resurrection I, 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 I will openly say that like i don't remember like it's been so long since i watched a matrix movie i have no idea what that, those films are about no idea
0: so so most of the time unless it's my pick for the movie club i haven't seen these movies that we've been watching every month for the last I don't know, year and a half. What we started doing last episode when we chose to do The Matrix, uh, with to coincide with the new movie coming out, they made me explain what I think The Matrix is about
3: at the <laughs> I, end I, of I, the show. I, so. I, I was watching the podcast when you were doing that. That was yeah. funny.
0: So uh, I because I have seen the first movie when it first came out, couldn't tell you what it's about anymore. And I think what? I may have watched two. I don't know. Uh, oh my gosh.
3: Here, here's the thing, like I know somebody like I have a friend who like Lives by all three of those movies. Like, thinks all three of them are great. Like, but Mm -hmm. I've heard in general, the first one is like the really good one. The second one's still pretty good. And the third one I've heard is kind of nonsense. Um, but I, I don't know. I, 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 I'm definitely interested. I just, um, don't know and and just like seeing the trailer for the movie and then the posters i'm like this is not selling me on wanting to rewatch the matrix yeah (laughs) i mean i'm
0: excited to watch them i hope i like them i think i will
3: i'm excited to watch them like there's that one get in there just really quick there's that one poster where it's just like keanu wearing the glasses he's doing like this pose i'm like That look—it looked like a parody film. Like that's how bad that poster looked. I was like, "Is this for a parody film right now?" Because it's 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 just—it's because he still looks like
0: John Wick.
4: I feel like that's that's the (laughs) biggest like disconnect.
3: Yeah, Yeah, it's funny, but we'll see.
0: I mean, I don't know. Spider-Man: Far From Home is going to be fucking amazing, and all of those movie posters look like garbage. I'm it. That movie needs to be four hours long to 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 get everything
4: that it's saying it's going to do. I'm nervous about that. Here's the
3: thing. It, if Toby shows up, if Toby and Andrew show up, like then, like let that movie be ten hours. Like that's fine. Yeah, yeah. But like, if it's if they're not going to show up, then like I'm, I'm just saying, I'm not. I'm, I like the movie. Will, it'll probably be fine. You know, I'll, I'll enjoy it.
2: Brent, can... Enter the Matrix. Oh, are you talking about Enter the Matrix? Oh, is that the shit. game? You whipped it out. So I,
4: it's two discs. Yeah, that's the only one that it's two discs on. I actually have bought this game three times. Um, Original Xbox, GameCube, and then this is the PC version. I'm a massive Matrix fan. So if you want the... Oh, yeah, I did. Uh And that's what I was going to say. For this movie to, I think, make sense to people, what a lot of people don't know, is that the Matrix Online was canon. And there is like a really big thing that happened in the game that like people are like at an uproar after seeing the trailer for Resurrections. They're like, who's that guy? This doesn't make sense. I'm like, well, you clearly
1: didn't play matrix online when they like dropped a bombshell on -hmm. everybody. Yeah. When I played it, I, I'm not gonna lie. I cried. It like, it like took me back. Uh, first movie is 10 out of
4: 10. Second movie is a solid seven or eight out of 10. And the third movie isn't trash. Um, it isn't complete nonsense because it has just a lot of good ideas. It's definitely Spider-Man 3. I'd probably put it at like a, a 6 out of 10, even though it's more realistically like a 5 out of 10. What I mean, is your so it's one of those chaotic, chaotic movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
0: What's your expectation for the new movie?
4: Um, My expectation, knowing that they're like pulling stuff from the games, is like a solid
5: 7. Okay. Because right. I've
3: like why why is Morpheus young again? Like why is he young now? Like why why is this actor keep playing like new incarn- I mean, <laughs> uh, incarnations of old? You want me to tell characters? you? No 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 no. I'll, okay, I'll, I'll, I will watch the movies. I'm just kind of like, yeah.
1: Yes, is that
0: still a game you can play? Oh no, well,
4: actually, no, shut
3: down. Well, there might be it, offline servers. Private. No, servers.
4: so there is um a, a person who is rebuilding the game. Um, very similar to Toontown. So you can actually go back and play it. You can make a character. You can run around. You just can't actively do all the missions yet. But the person who is doing it um, is actively working on bringing the mission structure back online. But everything else is pretty much like what it was when the game first launched. So it's super dope. Okay. Also, if you're watching the trilogy, play Enter the Matrix as it is like crucial to like understanding stuff in between movies. Cause there's stuff in this game that isn't in the movies. Sorry. I I could talk about the matrix for like far too long. So uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. All, all of the matrix games are like Canon to the movie. They're all Canon. Yeah. That's kind of cool. That's interesting. I mean, I feel like, I feel like media wasn't really doing that often at all at that time. Oh, it was so
5: ahead of time.
1: Yeah.
0: Interesting. Well, I guess that means we should get back on track to what we're here to talk about, which is of course, uh, tattoos. No more housekeeping. <laughs> keep keep it light tonight. Keep it keep it breezy. Keep it moving. Keep uh keep keep the people in their seats. How long does it take, How long do what take?
3: The, the that whole like the beginning of the podcast now.
0: The, the intro. Long. uh like, you know, a good fifteen minutes. That's what we do. That's what we do <laughs> here. You know, we have a good time. Mm. This this is this is the goal of the show. Always the goal is I want you to feel like you walked into the room while we're hanging out. Like mm-hmm. you walked mm-hmm. into the conversation mm-hmm. and we're just talking like we would be if we're just sitting on the couch. You know, having a good time. That's that's hour. what the goal is. For an hour. Exactly. Because yeah, after the hour, everyone gets kicked the fuck out of my house. Uh, <laughs> that's right.
3: So, All right, all right, all right.
0: There we go. So, the Nintendo GameCube. Nintendo's first portable home console, in my opinion.
1: Um, launched in the U.S. November 18, 2001. It launched a little bit earlier.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. That's it. That's what it is. Yeah. I feel like I feel like at some
0: point in the marketing they leaned into the fact that it had a handle. Like they leaned into like the ability to like it's
2: small and you can yeah. move it and bring it with you for some reason. Well there was.
1: I mean I do have that hidden screen. Do you have the battery pack to where it like truly is portable?
0: Uh, I don't know if I had the battery pack. I don't think so. There's so there's a battery I have pack a that I have it, clips I have on the it bottom. Yeah, and the screen actually clicks on top mm. and oh, plugs okay. into okay. AV. Yeah. Oh, I used to. I used to play a lot of my GameCube like that. Like that was like, I would I would take it into like places I shouldn't and play it. That the way. bathrooms. I'm never. I'm not a bathroom gamer. Can't do it. I don't bring my Switch in there. I mean, no shame to anyone that does. I just it's not. I
5: don't. I,
0: don't I can't really
4: do it. I don't can't really do it. Either. Yeah, it's freaking weird. Who would do that? <laughs>
0: yeah, phone is the only thing, which is also like if I guess maybe arguably worse, because your phone is
2: like you're touching everything. I was like, so much yeah, worse forever, yeah, that is so true
5: was- yeah yeah.
1: I do sanitize my phone every day at least once because because um, of covid.
2: Mm, yeah, I don't is that a real thing? I. Like a TikTok thing, for sure. What does it? It does it like? Is
1: it? Does it work for COVID bacteria? Oh,
0: because if it did for COVID bacteria, I would fucking buy that. Because I, I'm like a crazy person. I when I come when I come home, like I still wear a mask everywhere. When I come home, I sanitize fucking everything, and then I go right in the shower. Because yeah, that's where I'm at. That's where my mental health is. Um, so released 2001. But before we get into that. I feel like we may have all some differing uh, histories with the GameCube. So who who,
2: did anyone else have a GameCube at launch?
3: Nope.
2: Yeah, I mean, Sam. Okay. A month after.
1: Yeah, Yeah, a month after launch. So I, I, I guess I'm also in the
0: same boat because I got a GameCube for launch, but it was my Christmas gift. So I wasn't actually able to use it until Mm. Christmas. Uh, yeah. I may have I may have got my mom to give it to me a little bit earlier, but it definitely wasn't like the day it came out November 18th. I wasn't playing GameCube. Um, do, you, do you all remember what your like the games you got
2: at launch were? Was it just melee? Was it anything else or whenever you got your GameCube? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, can't can't be wrong about uh, with that.
0: Smashes. I mean, some people some people would argue me- Melee is you know the best Smash. I, I'm not in that camp, but Melee is a fantastic game. Um, for me, it, it's it's kind of I I think I'm the oldest one here. I'm a little bit older than you guys, so
1: I uh, you're older than me. I feel like I am. I don't think you are. I mean, maybe you are. I don't know.
3: Uh, yeah, I think Vernon's the oldest. Uh. <laughs>
0: i don't want to be the old guy uh let the good I actually, people know i actually don't know what my age is it's either 32 or 33 mike's in the chat mike how old are we i don't know me and mike are the same age okay uh, we're the same age oh we're the same age oh i didn't yeah. know you look younger than me you look good you look you look i'll look take it. um i don't feel like it i i hear that um but anyways yeah i so like i i have always been like heavily in the nintendo side of things especially growing up um so like gamecube like i read into the power every month like i was like all about it couldn't wait for it very excited for it um i don't remember again i was i would have been 2001 whatever 12 or 11 years old so i wasn't the one that was like out shopping and trying to find it my mom was obviously doing that but i was with her and i feel like it wasn't hard to obtain like i feel like it was easy easy to go out and get which you know fast forward to the future generations of gaming consoles especially the one right after with the wii ps3 and uh 360 the <laughs> you know ga- gaming consoles became harder to get at launch and obviously that's continued uh through up until current generations but i feel like it was pretty easily obtainable at least for for us to find i want to say we bought it at like a a kmart or something like like a store that i would yeah. normally wouldn't buy any video game type things at so maybe that's yeah. why we could find it but um i i did get uh smash and pikmin at launch and those were my launch games and i didn't i don't think i had anything else for a while but like smash obviously was like the thing i played so much smash i used to i used to record myself on eight hour vhs tapes playing smash and like sometimes i'd like mail them to nintendo power like hoping i would be like you know look look how good i am at smash (laughs) i don't know I was so stupid. No. <laughs> that... I, was, I was Twitch streaming. I was like
4: local oh, Twitch, Twitch, Twitch streaming. streaming. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Brennan, that literally struck a chord. I was doing the same thing.
1: Wait, with, were you really?
4: With, literally with all my consoles. I was just talking to Mario Rivera about this, like, we're on, on his Halo show. Like, mm-hmm. I used to record everything everything that I was doing so then I could like watch it back later and be like, Oh yeah, that was a great memory. Like get like, I'd be the only person watching them. No one else cared, but I just have like stacks of tapes, Mm -hmm. like PS2 games and, and GameCube and Xbox. And yeah, Bob,
0: I've never (laughs) heard anyone else doing that. So this is very surreal. So we're, we're the best people in the world because we're recording. We're getting better. We're getting better. We're recording our gameplay and watching it. We're watching the tape back getting, getting better. I think I used to do it the most with melee simply because I would like play a hundred stock matches against nine CPU, like level nine mm-hmm. CPU, and like try to beat the whole roster on an eight hour tape. Like just silly things like that. Like I'm just anyways. Yikes. Well, I just went down a deep, deep dark cavern in my brain of like I there's no way those exist anywhere. There's no way. If if those exist in my I do. I, I've i pretty much gone through everything that at least I own. If they're in some random bin in my parents' house, I doubt it. It's possible, but Who's yeah. to say um but pikmin was another one where like at that time uh, you know I, you you wouldn't you wouldn't describe pikmin to me and me think that's a game i want to play turns out actually it is a game i want to play and pikmin is pretty fucking awesome um but i guess we can roll right into the launch lineup for the gamecube because uh the gamecube was an interesting launch for nintendo because it was the first console, really, which I guess if you kind of look at it since then, it's kind of set set a precedent where the consoles prior to that launched with the Mario game, and the GameCube did not. It actually mm-hmm. launched with the Luigi game instead. Um, Jesse's Ooh. favorite, and really since then, I mean the Wii, I don't believe launched with the Mario game, mm-hmm. and
1: because Galaxy was not a launch title, I think it was two thousand seven. No. Um,
3: yeah. Galaxy right.
1: S7, A year
0: later? Yeah, I think so. So, oh wow. Jesse's not not joking
1: around. Um I was that? <laughs> 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 um,
0: <laughs> and then the Wii U also actually no, the Wii U did I believe launch with new Super Marvelers U. So I take it back. They didn't set a precedent. I'm just making shit up. I'm just lying. I'm lying That's to sure. everyone out there. Um I had a list of the launch titles and now I can't. But but, but there were,
6: there are a lot of franchises that had their start like in that first year or like the second year. Like you have like Luigi's Mansion and Pikmin and Mm -hmm. um, like Kirby Air Ride happen. And like, so just a bunch of like weird, quirky titles.
0: It was definitely a, a generation for Nintendo that I think they, whether it was on purpose or not, seemed like they took a lot of risks with their with their games. Like yeah. you look, you look at sunshine, which is, a, you know, just a terrible game. The but right but also, uh, <laughs> yeah, what? it is just, no, not, all it bad. Is, we'll, we'll, we'll get, we'll get back to sunshine, but it's, you know, it's just so different for what Mario has been. You look at the, the, you know, not only the stylization of Wind Waker, but you look at the gameplay where it introduces you know this open world world boat element and all these other like you know things. It, they they took chances. I mean, they made a solo Luigi game that was not a platformer. It was a spooky ghost hunting game. Like they 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 launched the system with a new IP, which was Pikmin, which was something that they typically didn't make like i don't think nintendo's ever made a real-time strategy action game before at least not that i know of so like they were they were kind of taking chances they were doing different things they were playing around with their characters that everyone knows and loves i mean they took metroid and turned it into a first-person shooter like they they took a lot of their games and kind of changed up the formula and and decided to take risks and you know for better or worse is that why the gamecube underperformed and didn't do well who's to say but it did lead to some of these games. That is an amazing. Oh, oh that's so cool. I, I need that. All in My life is
2: pulling out a Luigi. Oh, jersey. my gosh. Where did you get that? He's taking notes. He's taking notes. <laughs> I thought he was typing really fast. Oh. Geek geek, chic jerseys.
0: (laughs) Um, So I'm a major Luigi fan as well, and I need that so bad. It is really cool. That's really nice. Uh, So the the, the launch window of games where we got All-Star Baseball 2002, Batman Vengeance, which I heard was a good game, but I never played it. Uh, That's what I got at launch. Was Batman Vengeance?
4: I got Batman Vengeance because my mom thought, you know, hey, you love Batman. That's what you want. Um, so I got that in Star Wars uh, Rogue Squadron 2. Which Rogue Squadron 2, fantastic game. Fantastic. But yeah, Batman Vengeance was good. Um, it was also just really difficult. I just remember it being a lot harder than I expected it would be compared to like other Batman games.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Crazy Taxi, which I'm a big fan of. Dave yeah. Mare Freestyle BMX 2 disney's tarzan untamed fifa 2002 uh luigi's mansion which we spoke about jesse's jesse's og right there madden nfl 2002 more sports games pikmin ssx tricky Uh, which
3: i was gonna say was uh, nba street volume 2 one of the launch titles
0: i don't think it was a launch i I don't see it here in the launch titles um but it was i mean there's definitely a game that that came out and that was probably one of if not i'd have to look it up but that's probably one of if not the early, the earliest like time that they let you know mario characters in a non-mario game
3: that was in v3 v3 is with the mario game. oh volume three yeah. is when they when they volume brought them in okay two, which is the which is the better game and the greatest it's the best one made um that one is just nba there's no mario characters but it was cool okay. and that was like an exclusive thing that they did i played v3 on ps2 so i didn't have access to that but yeah um you know again now that xbox compatibility is over i have to get a gamecube to play nba street volume 2 so
0: i think volume 2 is the only one i've played it is a good game
3: it holds up so well i because i i I played on gamecube just like last week and wow it's insane how good that game is
0: Mm -hmm. uh SSX Tricky, Star Wars Rogue Squadron 2, Super Monkey Ball, which I don't think I got Monkey Ball at launch. I think that was much later, but I love Super Monkey Ball, like Super Monkey Ball. I'm so happy that they put out um
2: Banana Mania this year. Play it yet. I do so- have it, but I love Monkey Ball. So, one really, and for some reason, um, when <laughs> and that game was like a run, I don't know why.
3: I was just like, no, Sunky, like, where someone's just like, no, Super Monkey Ball's better. No, Sonic's better. Like, and they're not even really the same, close to the same game. No. Just like, this is amazing, just because of like, Sega, it's like the only yeah. relation I was like, this is like, they have. This is, yeah, Mon- I was like, this Monkey is Ball really isn't weird... Yuji Naka,
0: right? It's isn't it RGG?
3: I have no idea. I don't. I don't. Th- I. Don't... I don't think it was either. Yeah. Okay. All right. Mm. Yeah. So, gotcha. so. It was. It was just like such a weird thing that like people thought about, like uh, because I remember like that being a thing when I grow up. But when I grew up, so like a little bit of a little part of me has this kind of like animosity towards Super Monkey Ball cuz I remember as a kid people <laughs> were just like no Super Monkey Ball is better than Sonic I'm like no mm-hmm. so it's just a fun it's a fun little tidbit like I I was curious if anyone else had a similar experience but mm-hmm. apparently mine it was very uh, it was unique so
0: no but I will say and and we can get to this in a little bit but I think the I think the strongest the console wars have ever like raged in my life have been during this generation of consoles I don't know if it was really? because it was like when i was in high school when these consoles were were prevalent um but it was like the most tumultuous time where the only reason why i even kind of fed into it was simply because i felt like i had to stick up for nintendo which is a stupid way to feel but i felt like i had to feel that way because like every all of my friend groups were like Oh, PlayStation 2 is the best. Oh, Xbox is the best. Oh, mm-hmm. all these things and it's like Nintendo's for kids. Nintendo's for you know baby boys. Like Nintendo has all this stuff and it's <laughs> like when Wind Waker got revealed, it was like, you know, when they first teased the Zelda for GameCube, it was a little more realistic looking. look looked a little bit more like Ocarina of Time. And then when Wind Waker, you know, got shown off as what it was, it was like, you know, everyone loves Wind Waker now and I'm happy that people love Wind Waker now. People did not like, people that I knew did not like yeah. when, when well, they didn't like, like it back then. Like,
3: as a, I mean, I don't have a really a Zelda background, but like, I always thought Wind Waker looked cool. I always was like, that looks really dope. Like, I want to try that out. So, I,
0: I I'm like, I'm forever happy that they did that with something like Zelda because, like, that version of Link, like Toon Link, and like that world, and like those characters, that's like, it's some of my favorite nintendo like that's some of my favorite zelda like i love wind waker so much i
2: still have my copy of wind waker in on my shelf over there why oh interesting yeah Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow.
3: Plus,
1: you never know what's in the water at Jerry Garcia's CSOs. I a, so,
3: I have a friend who who's like that too, like still currently.
2: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. hmm mm Yeah.
1: I mean, I feel like we all deal. I mean, like, Cam, Cam has trouble now playing
0: games of spiders. You know what I mean? He, he skips those scenes and stuff like that. I mean, I'm just a big baby. I, I don't play scary games unless I'm forced to for charity. So, um, which I didn't find that scary. There were a few moments where I jumped, um, but to finish up, action oriented though. Yeah, it definitely yeah. is, and that's why I chose it over too. Yeah, uh, that's a little inside baseball for you. Uh, <laughs> Smash Melee, Simpsons Road Rage, Tony Hawk Pro Skater Three, oh. Universal Studios Theme Parks Adventure, which oh my god, I, I have
6: never played game. it. Was it good or no? never played it? It was so. This is probably the worst game <laughs> I've ever played, and you just like <laughs> unlocked a memory for me. So you literally just ran around Universal Studios, and you're just you're just like this little kid. And you're just going to every theme park ride, and it's pretty much like an attraction, like a different mini game. But like that, you, you go to Jaws, and you're like on this boat, and you're just defending it from a shark and blowing up like barrels, and you're it's just like the most basic, rudimentary mini games. But I it used to play Nintendo that shit World. all the time.
1: Yeah, you would pick up like tickets. You could pick up trash on the floor and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was. I don't, I don't know where I got it from. I, I owned it somehow. I don't know if I got it as a gift or
2: something. Yeah. There was like a Water World attraction. There was an ET thing. I don't right. remember all of them, but it was. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, it's like twenty
1: bucks on eBay. This game is, you got you got to shell out shell out some coin.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's definitely. You can a, have some, some fun game with it. Game it's definitely a something game um (laughs) wave race blue storm which i never i don't think i ever played that wave race so good um and then xg3 extreme g racing which i don't think i owned this game but i feel like one of my brothers must have rented it a lot because i have played this game i just don't think i ever actually owned it
3: are these still launch titles are these all launch titles those
0: came out Launch, those are launch titles, yes. Those are the okay. launch titles. Oh, wow, that's, a lot. Well, that's, that's that's from a November lot. to December. That's
3: a lot. Of okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, from probably, I mean, a lot two,
0: the first two months. months. Yeah, that's that's more than we get now. Like, <laughs> oh, one
3: hundred yeah. more yeah. than we get now. Way more.
2: Um. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. No Mario and Zelda.
0: I quit. Um. So I guess like you know there are plenty of other games that came out. Um. On the gamecube what are what are some of your favorites
3: so this isn't one that uh or is one of my favorites but i i do want to talk about it just because i i learned about it and i think it's pretty pretty wild um and uh, i don't want to forget but um the uh, resident evil one remake that came out on the game yeah yeah i yeah so apparently that like y'all want to talk about crunch that game even though it came out apparently super, super well, like that was crunched horribly. Like apparently, um you know, I was listening to Jared Petty's top 100 games podcast on on this on this uh, game, and apparently that game was made right after they dropped Resident Evil Four in a year. They literally <laughs> like the, wow. like um. apparent they were like uh, there was like news that those people were like living in their offices to make that game. Like they were literally like sleeping under their desks. They didn't go home. Like it was nuts. Um and but like I've yeah, I, I I've heard really good things about that. I mean like that's the remake that you can play basically on like current gen mm-hmm. consoles. Yeah, um, that's the one that they use. Yeah.
0: I've heard I've
4: heard yeah. good
3: things
0: about that. I think um
3: and of course there's Resident Evil Four. Yeah, oh yeah and, Res- and Resident
0: Evil uh, Zero, I believe, was also Resident Evil Zero. exclusive. Yeah. At at launch.
3: No,
6: we uh, won. Yeah, yeah. The pointer
0: controls. Oh, yeah. I heard okay. the the new the new the new VR version is supposedly very, very good. I need to I need to download uh, it and check it out. I want to play. um that.
3: Yeah, because I didn't really even know what I, I think at that time, I really didn't know what Resident Evil was when I was a kid. But I remember like, you know, adults like pe- my like my friend's dads that like were playing oh, Resident man. Evil 4 on GameCube and talking about how good yeah. it was and things like that. So.
0: So it's it's interesting you brought that up. That's a good segue to get to a very interesting deal that happened during the GameCube era, which was the Capcom 5. Um, and I remember oh. this, like, vividly, simply because, again, like, at this time, it felt like all of the cafeteria conversations, like, after-school mm-hmm. conversations were always, like, Nintendo is for kids. Like, they don't have games that we want to play, cool teenager games. Um, and Nintendo really struggled to, you know, gain any market share from xbox and and playstation at the time and ps2 was you know winning the generation you know handsomely for i would argue probably most of it if not the whole thing and then uh you know ended up being i think i believe the ps2 is still the best
2: selling console of all time um yeah so yeah yeah
1: I mean, you, and you look at you look at Microsoft. I mean, they they were you know they had some some
0: lulls and gaps and stuff, but they also launched with Halo. So like you know there right. there was there were there are different things going on across across the pond. Yeah, some yeah, it's some, but- some I think it's some like game about uh, yeah it's like an indie game from some developer Bungie. I don't know. I never heard of them. <laughs> um, oh Bungo. Okay. Um, so in in an effort to uh, kind of try to capture an audience outside of the you know the quote unquote core Nintendo gamer they struck a deal with Capcom called the Capcom 5 which was going to be five exclusive Capcom games um for the GameCube uh not all of which came out because this didn't really pan out the way that I think either company had hoped it would but in this roster of games we got uh Resident Evil 4 which we just spoke about which I think for some people is not only the best Resident Evil game but some people would put it as you know, their favorite game of all time or in their top five or top ten or whatever it may be. Um, I apologize if you can hear that car alarm. I don't know there's it's a car alarm going off outside. Uh, I beautiful Joe.
3: Out my, out, outdoor I That eye. was here. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Yeah. I thought, yeah.
0: Apparently. Uh, beautiful Joe, which is a fan favorite of mine. Woo, I, I would yeah. love if they I ported, it. I ported I those games.
2: Hitchin' go, like, go, a go-go, baby. Port it.
3: <laughs> oh.
2: It's so good, though. Yeah,
3: it's a it's a it's a Kamiya
2: game, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, beautiful Joe! Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing I loved about that is it had really, you know, had
0: a good art style. Had good, uh, you know, not gimmicks, but it had good gameplay. Uh, you know, I don't know want to say situations. It had good. Aspects to the gameplay that really you don't see in a lot of games, and I'm kind of sad it didn't do super well. Um, I think it did okay. I mean it did okay enough. I think it got three games. Yeah. Um got, and I mean and, I think there's three Beautiful Joe games. Really? Yeah. and Beautiful
6: Joe came back in like Marvel versus oh. Capcom, and then that yeah. studio
4: did Wonderful 101. Like mm-hmm.
6: I was looking for it's my a, copies because I have Beautiful Joe no, one no, no, and no, no, two still, no, no, still no, no, for, one for one GameCube somewhere. Man. Oh, but wow. it was a
3: Kamiya game.
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah they have Beautiful Joe 1, those Beautiful Joe 2. There was a spin-off really? for the DS and there was a fighting game on GameCube called like a uh, Beautiful Joe Red Hot Rumble which I also had. And that I was like a smash for the Red cup. Hot Rumble was really good. It was I actually really, really fun. Really yeah. 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 I thought, wow. yeah. I thought there was only one I didn't Those know games though. have Red like hot You said when you said uh, the Capcom 5 you just like I just remembered like oh my god all these other games that I that I played a lot. Okami's also just like one of my favorite games mm-hmm. ever too. Oh yeah. I yeah.
3: wish I could
6: play
0: that game. <laughs> um I
1: don't think Dude, Okami's why can you of... play it?
0: The
3: Capcom no, the Five, but it's section.
0: a good game. It's what? Oh, it's the spiders spider
3: Yeah, I don't
0: know. No, that. Um,
2: yeah.
0: but yeah, Beautiful Joe, yeah. fantastic. I'd love. I would love the bare minimum. You know, throw those games in a collection, port them over everywhere. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, mean, yeah. They'll, they'll, they I would. Was, I think really they wow. would sell a well enough. They, they hold up. I the think. port. Yeah. Um, Killer Seven, which is a game I was always intrigued by, hmm. but I never played this game.
3: Yeah. killer seven i Uh, never played it either yeah i i have i have i have heard from more than one person that like killer seven is low-key one of the best games ever made like straight up yeah i've I've heard i've heard that from numerous people i have it on my steam wish list i just haven't gotten to it like after i you know played the no more hero games for the first time this year like i am kind of on a mission where i want to play all of the pseudo games that i can kind of get Mm -hmm. access to Mm -hmm. um unfortunately like killer seven, like the only real way to play it outside of GameCube is uh, steam right now for someone like me who likes to prefer to play on consoles. But um, yeah, I've heard incredibly good things about killer seven, like superb things.
4: Yeah, I remember a ton about killer seven. I just remember really enjoying it because that was one that I didn't know. That's one that I went to a friend's house and played.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: But yeah, I thought it was really cool. Yeah. And then the final game, which is another I did not play, was PNO3, which I don't think did well. Oh. Um never played it. I don't it think bad. PN uh I believe it's like a Sci Fi futuristic uh like yeah, action shooter. Um I think you play as like a cyborg or an Android. I like I, I I I can see the game in my head. I've just never actually played it. Um PN03, yeah. yeah. Um I believe PN 3 did not get ported anywhere. The other games all got ported eventually. Uh, they all made it to the PS two at least. I don't think they all went to the Xbox. And then the fifth game in the Capcom five was a game called Dead Phoenix, which got canceled. Um, mm. And this is a game I'm not. Dead Phoenix was going to be a 3D shoot 'em up featuring a wing named wing named me winged man named Phoenix. Based on the trailer footage, uh, IGN compared the gameplay to Panzer Dragoon. So. Uh, sort of a probably on rail shooter and uh, that did
1: not come so what a shame there's that hey got him. uh so yeah i mean
0: a a lot of interesting games there with the capcom 5 i I feel like you really don't see those types of things anymore i guess instead you just see microsoft and sony buying studios instead of doing you see it a little bit i guess you get like street fighter 5 is is a little funny writer Tomb Raider's another one. You see yeah. like some timed exclusivity deals, but not like like a five-game deal is kind of bonkers to me. Like yeah. five different games. Uh that's kind of a something a little bit unique that I don't really has think has happened. Uh with since. like all
3: of them well, with like you know, the four that what was the fourth one? So it was the three Resident Evils and then what was the fourth one?
0: No, the Capcom 5 was was Beautiful Joe. Okay. Um P N 3
3: okay,
0: Resident Evil 4, Killer 7 and dead phoenix which did not come out it got canceled
3: i mean like even even so like the one you know the other capcom games that they did that were released that weren't that were exclusive but you know it wasn't a part of that deal that's still like a lot of wins for the gamecube for sure yeah
0: the gamecube did have a good library i mean we'll talk about some more games um that like it had a great library and it's unfortunate that it was you know kind of an underloved console because I think that it did have I mean you look at you look at something like Metroid Prime and at the Mm. time I would say that like it's one of the best looking games on that entire generation of consoles between all three you know what I mean like that was a gorgeous game and I, I feel like this was probably the only time where since that Nintendo has been like was operating at the same level of like I guess, realistic graphical fidelity compared to it's, you know, Microsoft and Sony, because you look at it now, things like breath of the wild, that game's gorgeous, but it's stylized. A lot of Nintendo's games now are, are stylized. Um, which I also, I think prefer, but at the time, something like Metro prime, that was a little more photorealistic was like, you you put that up against, you know, the best looking things on PS two and Xbox and could be better if not just, Mm -hmm. just as good. Um, which is just something you don't really see from Nintendo anymore. um, just due to they usually focus on other aspects of, of their platform as opposed to, you know, horsepower, I guess.
3: Yeah, um, you just like also think about if you compare the libraries now of like the games that are still kind of like stuck on those platforms, like GameCube definitely has the strongest library. Like, you know, PS2 has like the Xeno Saga games, like probably some like more niche JRPGs. Xbox has, like, some, like, I mean, would have some of the, like, Splinter Cell games if it wasn't for backwards compatibility, mm-hmm. and then GameCube has, like, a laundry list of things, like, Skies of Arcadia, Legends, like, you know, that is a game that hasn't been, granted, it originally came out on the Dreamcast, but, like, that hasn't been ported since, and that is a really beloved JRPG, um, you know, and not even including, like, first party, like, it's just yeah so many great games that are still just stuck on the GameCube.
0: I think with the GameCube too, this was like this was like when you started to see third-party support for Nintendo sort of start to go away, not be as strong. Like the Capcom stuff is is a little bit uh, of a of an asterisk here because there was a lot of good Capcom support on on the machine. But I mean, you will start to look at, aside from like sports titles and stuff, this is kind of when, you, like you just mentioned, things like Splinter Cell. Actually, was Splinter Cell always Xbox exclusive on the first Xbox? Yeah.
3: Yeah, it was only on Xbox.
4: It was actually on GameCube.
3: It was? Splinter so, Cell.
4: yeah, and you could cuz I I bought it there too. Um you could plug in the Game Boy Advance and you actually got um a mini map. It was the only version of Splinter Cell where you could get oh, a mini map at the top. Right. That's yeah. pretty
0: cool. Yeah.
3: Was it all Splinter Cell or was it just
4: the original Splinter Cell? Just the original. Um, oh, all of okay. the other ones. But then like uh, Double Agent and Chaos Theory, those were uh, Xbox? Pandora and Tomorrow and Chaos Theory Pandora were the ones that, that stayed on yeah. uh, Xbox. And then they originally came
1: uh, in a trilogy like elsewhere after that.
3: Okay. Interesting. Interesting.
1: Um. But yeah, I mean,
0: I think there was a very strong lineup of first party games here. And like we had said earlier, I think Nintendo took a lot of risks with some of their, you know, major, you know, IPs like, like we said, Super Mario Sunshine, which we can get into because I know, uh, I think the panel here feels sort of strongly about this uh, very subpar Mario game. Um, I mean, I I get two shaking heads. I mean, Sunshine is not a good game. I'm sorry. Thank you. No, it's 100% Hundred percent. That's wow. That's not even true. Okay. It, wait. What's the, what's the worst three D Mario game? Sixty four. Not a chance. Yes. Not a chance.
4: Yeah. Sure. It's sure. It's nostalgic. Sure. It it started everything. Played it, played it last year. Not, Holds
0: up well. You know what I played, I played last, it last year, year too? too. Sunshine. I played it last
4: year too, and it was not. But listen, the best three D platformer on the sixty four. Yeah, that sentient flood was amazing. Flood to me felt like Kazooie because Banjo and Kazooie was the best 3D platformer on the 64. And this felt like a spiritual successor to that. I'm just going to uh, you say, know
0: I'm actually going to call the podcast. Now we're going to cut early. Um... <laughs> listen, you invited <laughs> me here.
5: <laughs>
0: uh, well. Listen, we're all entitled to bad ticks. I'm just happy that it's not me with them. Oh my God. I hate that level. <laughs>
1: okay. That was a bad level.
0: Listen, I, I want to love Sunshine. I went into Sunshine when they put out the 3D All-Stars collection with the openest of eyes, hoping
5: to love you. this game. I don't believe that. What do you went you in and I don't believe
2: you jaded. Believe
0: you. Yeah, no, 1,000%. I, I went into it with open. Even when I got frustrated and said this game sucks, I still played it for a few more hours, hoping to change my mind. But, but that's the my... thing is you had this negative viewpoint. the whole. I was no. on that
4: part that that podcast with you. We're talking about the best 3d Mario (laughs) games and you were so down on it. I knew
0: that going into that game, you would not give it a fair share. Here's the thing about Mario games. And this is what I'll say about sunshine. And then I will, I'll rest my case on sunshine. When you, when you play a Mario game, there is one fact. And the fact is Mario controls the way Mario controls, whether there is an additional gameplay mechanic gimmick or not. like, cappy and odyssey or you know whatever a catsuit they're they're the Go. thing that rings true in every mario game is the platforming is solid you know how mario jumps, you know how mario runs if you make a mistake it feels like you made the mistake not the game sunshine's platforming is just not tight and that's where it falls for me I feel like I would die so much in that game because Mario doesn't feel like Mario. And it's not even Flood, because I I think Flood is a good concept. I just don't think it was utilized right in 3D space at the time. Like If if they made Sunshine now, I think it would be a much better game because I think they could navigate the 3D space better. Um, So it's not even a Flood thing. It's literally just about how Mario jumps and lands and moves on platforms that doesn't feel tight to me and that's my problem with sunshine everything else aside that's my problem with it
4: maybe you just need to put it on like i don't know some difficulty that makes it work well for you i don't listen (laughs) i have never had an issue with the platforming maybe a okay okay well that's that's another (laughs) that's a whole other thing the camera is atrocious The camera is atrocious, (laughs) but maybe it's it's because I'm looking at more of like because I was a big banjo kid and it, it felt more like the the platforming felt more like banjo than it did Mario 64. And to me, it felt better. I
2: but that's probably why. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Just. But
1: it's not even like the best thing he made is in is in Luigi's mansion. So I mean.
2: Wait, have the dog on sunshine?
3: <laughs> it's world building. Here's this, look, this the world building aspect.
2: Mm-hmm. You know what? Whoa. Honestly, the most, lily pad level? Most
1: of the... I, I will it. tell you right
0: now, most Charming. of the levels where you get transported into another space are bad. They are bad. No, no, they would be, they would be better if the platforming was good. I wish the platforming was good. And did you play the secret levels when you die? But when you die in those levels, the the, the death music is like cringy. It's like nails on a chalkboard. It's not good sound design. It's a very bizarre Mario game.
3: Here's the thing. Like, out of the people here, if you're the people that like Sunshine, like Sunshine. People who don't, don't. We have other games to talk about.
1: Yes.
6: Grayson, are you for? I was just gonna say, like, I yeah, I mean, I was a kid when I first played Sunshine, so like, I loved it. You know, at the time, like, I thought it was like the best Mario game because that was like the first. Like, I played a little bit of of 64, but I have haven't really never owned like my own 3D Mario game before, so it was a big deal to me. But like, after playing it on the collection, like, I agree with Brendan. Like, it just it doesn't feel right. No. and and it, and it doesn't and and, well. and i've played through odyssey like three times by now so like i know how mario like that game is tight and sunshine is just not it doesn't feel like a mario game to me it but doesn't. i appreciate it i appreciate it for what it is i appreciate it it's so important in the mario yeah mario's history and the flood was such a cool yeah. concept and i had such fun with it but going back i don't think it holds
2: up well no mm, that's how <laughs> i felt about galaxy yeah yeah Mm. Mm-hmm. oh yeah for sure that that was very it was
6: yeah. yeah it was very like ahead of its time you know in in, in a way like trying to do that all in in it's, it's only the second 3d mario game you know so the fact that they decided to like totally change up the way he moves was mm-hmm. such a you know a crazy, te- a crazy move. Like
0: they did with all these other GameCube games yeah. that we talked about, you know, and, Playing and it like, risky. like you said, that's like, that's that's the thing that I look back and love about sunshine is that they were willing to take their Mickey mouse and take a arguably very big chance with their Mickey mouse. You know what I mean? Like they, they took Mario and said, you know what? Let's put a fucking water backpack on him and just go wild. Oh, I apologize. I apologize. Um, I mean, other, other you know, uh, notable games that came out on the GameCube. We got, uh, I believe, the first American Animal Crossing. Because the first Animal Crossing was N64, but I don't think it ever came yeah. here. Um,
3: really? I which,
2: didn't know that. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I, I think so, yeah.
1: Yeah. I believe we were supposed to get the N64
0: version but it had to use the n64 dd which never actually mm-hmm. came out in the u.s yeah. so for a lot of reasons they just didn't bring it here um besides the fact that the n64 just also didn't sell well um so animal crossing which that was a big one for me it was obviously my introduction mm-hmm. to the series i played a lot of that game um that that game pretty much solidified my love for animal crossing future mm-hmm. games didn't really hook me as long i didn't really fall back in love with animal crossing until new leaf and then you know, new horizons is its own thing but the first yeah. animal crossing on the gamecube was was a very good game i enjoyed that game a lot um i forget what i think it might have just called animal crossing i don't had it I think it had a subtitle then they yeah. did
4: city folk but i don't remember if that i think
0: that was Wii. i was in the yeah. Wii. that's what yeah and then the, there was one on the ds as well which I, wild world yeah wild world. world and then 3ds was was uh new leaf new leaf uh, Wii U was Amiibo Festival, which is yeah. a board game. And they <laughs> were at New Horizons. Um, I mean, I can go off on other games I love on Man. the GameCube, but I want to share the floor with anyone else who wants to, you know, champion about good or bad things. Grayson, get in there.
6: Um, yeah, I was going to say, like, I know, you know, we're, we're, we talked about, like, when Waker and Metroid Prime and, like, all these games that are, you know, well-known. But, like, as far as, like, stuff that I guess a lot of people didn't play, uh, I played a lot of Pokemon Channel which is, like, a very chill <laughs> Pokemon, like, it basically a sequel to, like, Pokemon Snap, like a spiritual successor to that. I mean, not Pokemon Snap. Um, Hey, you Pikachu. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, you're okay. just kind of, like, interacting with Pokemon. You're buying gifts for them. You're, like, playing catch. You're, like, it, it's a very, like... Uh, actually, I think I rented it, like, a few times. So it's not a game you, like, want to buy and just, like, sit down and play for hours because you're kind of doing the same thing over and over again. Um, That and, I like, never Pokemon Call yeah it was it was interesting it was definitely like a we wear type game you know that sort of thing like like on a shopping channel yeah so you can scroll through and it's like chance will have like a a channel about shopping or like another uh slow poke will have like a meditation or like a chill channel where you're just like what? yeah yeah exactly yeah it was very very weird um, and we talked a lot before about Pokemon Coliseum, which was like as a as a youngin, that was crazy to me because like Pokemon has been on the handheld system, so this was like the first big 3D Pokemon game. You're you're purifying Pokemon. You're starting off like Jesse was saying, like with Espion and Umbreon, which I thought was so cool. Like I wanted like a mature Pokemon game. It was this was like the, this was it for me, and I'm and I'm so mad they had never done like another game like that because it's just mm-hmm. like, like it's just yeah, a wasted. Or, oh, yeah, I mean yeah. after XD, I mean. Yeah, but xd yeah, no. i feel like this is inferior to coliseum to me coliseum was much more like iconic and xd was just kind of, to me was like eh, it doesn't feel as great as like the first game like i remember I fighting like mirror b the guy with the big afro and like it was very like very yeah, I, I played it, i played it a lot so it was like very memorable to me xd i don't remember that much i'm trying to oh, think i i, I think no oh, he was okay cool. yeah yeah
3: but it was, i like, think more. The... of this
6: coliseum did it first though you know what i mean but yeah i'm sure xd probably Mm -hmm. like fixed a lot of issues i had or whatever do you remember that motorcycle
4: the big pipes (laughs) i I wanted to drive that thing so bad
6: you just started the game in the desert and it's just it's just wild
0: i think the thing for me with those games i'm trying to remember because there has to be a reason why i I didn't like them because i love pokemon um Could you not bring your Game Boy Pokemon into those games? That's probably why I didn't like Game Boy. I think you can, like, battle with them, maybe. Yeah, yeah, but you can't actually.
1: I think that's what I wanted. I wanted that. Hmm.
2: Hmm. Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah, there
6: was a lot a lot more Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, was something else I was thinking of, too. Oh, Kirby Air Ride, too. I I played a lot of the multiplayer of the city. It's funny because I never we never did the racing stuff. It was just a city trial. Like we thought.
5: Yeah,
6: yeah. yeah, It was just like me and my cousins would just have just play for hours and hours. Like, you know, you would go in the basement. You could pick a whole bunch of these different vehicles and speed around and there would be like little events like oh everyone come here and you get special items and fight this boss and it felt like like a like a tech like a preview you know like like a like a idea for something much grander but i still had a lot of fun with it and i think it was super underrated the, the racing I, stuff i, I didn't Kirby really ride. mess with
0: but yeah so i'll, I'll champion kerber air ride anytime i get like that game is underrated is it this, like, amazing, like, you know, Mario Kart-level racing game? Mm-hmm. No, but, like, no. for what it was, it was, like, interesting and unique, and I think it was a Sakurai joint. Um, it was. It's just, like, <laughs> it, it just it's just a very good game. And, like, again, that's another example of Nintendo on this platform deciding to be like, you know what? We're gonna fuck around with Kirby now, too. Yeah, and shout-out to Star Fox Assault, too,
6: because I played the multiplayer as well. I don't think the land missions were, like, that as bad as people remember, but... Uh... Again, a game where they like went ah oh, fucking off the rails, literally. You're like yeah. we're just gonna put you on foot. And Slippy's gonna be chasing you and screaming at you and sh- getting <laughs> shot by
0: people and shit. I I also really enjoyed the multiplayer of Assault. Like the multiplayer in that yeah. game was very fun. Yeah.
5: Mm.
0: The GameCube for me like is was such a good like four player machine. Mm, yeah. Like mm-hmm. Mario Party the, too. Like there was some good Mario Party games there. I I wasn't a fan of the microphone ones.
3: Mario did a lot on GameCube. So much stuff. Yeah, the microphone is... uh, 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 I think 8, too, maybe. I think 8 might
0: have
1: also been there. I think 8 was the Wii Wii. one, the first one. It was the one... 4 was GameCube.
3: Yeah, 4 through 7, because the first three were on N64. And then uh, 8 was the first one on Wii, because that's my favorite Mario Party, because it had the hotels, and I really liked that concept. Mm. It was kind of like Mm. like a Monopoly-type thing. But yeah, so...
1: Um, oh, I'll quickly,
0: I'll quickly just throw in two games that I love that, that don't get represented enough custom Robo, which I don't know if anyone ever had the chance to play that, that game, yeah. like they need to bring that back in some way. It was a role-playing action, like fighting arena fighting game. That was just like, it has way more entries in Japan. It just never really took off over here. I think the switch could really be the platform where it excels. And it's just like, it was just such a good, fun mm little RPG that I like was obsessed with the collecting parts and like building robots and and I I was a big fan of that game. And then it controlled
4: a lot like armored core and like virtual um, on and
0: stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um Godzilla uh destroy all monsters melee which like that game slapped. I don't that game
4: was so good. Like
0: I don't give a fuck about Godzilla. That game was an amazing four player fighting game. Like that game was so much fun. It was just absolute chaos. It was just like such a good game for what it was like, I, again, couldn't couldn't tell you why that game ended up in my house, but I'm so <laughs> glad that it did because the game was fucking amazing. What about uh, what about you, Asa? Anything you want to bring to the table here? Um, Yeah, I'm I'll keep it as tight as possible. The GameCube is one of my favorite
4: consoles of all time. Um, also, like running it back when you said Godzilla, the one that I played was Destroy All Monsters. Is that the one you said? Yeah, it's yeah. the full title is Destroy All Monsters Melee. Yeah, yeah, the one, yeah, the one where he's punching uh, Mecha Godzilla in the front. Um,
0: mm-hmm. Yep. Oh my Such, a yeah. Such a good game.
4: Such um, a good game. Sorry, if you hear growling, that's my my dog growling at himself in like a big mirror. So <laughs> I can't stop him. Um, yeah. So the the GameCube was one of my favorite consoles of all time. I'm just like looking at a list of games that were on the console, and I'm just like the. <laughs> And my rose-tinted glasses, I'd be like, these are all 10 out of 10s, but I know that they truly weren't. Um, but a couple to shout out, uh, Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes. I think that is the best version oh, yeah. of the first Metal I, Gear game.
3: So here's the thing with Twin Snakes. Like, I've heard from some people, like, they say, like, oh, that's the best version of Metal Gear Solid. And then I've heard, like, that, that version breaks that game in not a good way um, so where, I, with, with the first-person stuff.
4: Yeah, them bringing the controls from two into it, I can see how like people think it would break it. Like the, um, the fight with oh shoot, I forget his name, but like oh, Vulcan yeah. Raven. Oh never mind. Yeah, the fight with Vulcan Raven is so much easier. Like having that first person and the fight with um, Sniper Wolf is like is the easiest thing in the world because you can do the first person. Um, and of course, like there's a lot of like hardcore MGS fans that don't like it because of like the anime style cutscenes that they put in it, but I thought it made it even cooler. Like freaking the ninja slicing people up in the hallway and they made it like this horror scene. It was, it was great. Um, we talked about star Fox assault, but star Fox adventures was really freaking good. Um, as a Zelda clone, wasn't yeah. okay. In, in my opinion, <laughs> in my opinion, it was really, really good. I know it was supposed to be something else. And what they did to crystal was like, was terrible and the whole other thing. But I had so much fun with it. Um, I really, truthfully enjoyed it. Um, oh man, so many! Path of Radiance was my first experience with Fire Emblem, uh, and I, I was so bad. blown away. It was so good. It was so good. Um, I'm probably butchering what? it, but Bats in Kaitos was this. It. Uh-huh. it was like a, a deck building RPG, and it was. So it was like a third person like run around, but you had a deck. So like you had all of like your, your magic and stuff and your weapons within your deck of cards. And it was really reminiscent to me of the Digimon Adventure 2 on the PS1. I, I really like connected those two games, but yeah, the the GameCube is just
1: like back-to-back hits for me. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, Beyond Good and Evil. Oh my gosh. So good.
1: Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles, uh, Zelda oh. Four Swords Adventures. I love both those. Oh games. Oh my god!
0: Oh,
4: Four Swords Adventures. Yes,
0: both of those games took advantage of a very underutilized peripheral, which was the Game Boy Advance adapter. And yeah, well, I like I I look back and fondly remember making my friends, who had no interest in playing those two games, play them with me on a Game Boy Advance, and it was it was glorious times. Uh, we are getting close. So Jesse, Cam, games you want to. Things you want to add up on the GameCube before we wrap things up?
3: I mean again, yeah, again, Sonic Adventure Battle 2. I mean, what to say? It has one of the greatest video game soundtracks of all time. The Chow Garden is a incredible mechanic that, or like, you know, mini-game, whatever you want to call it, part of that game, that it's insane. It's absolutely insane that they haven't incorporated it into future Sonic games. So like, good. Literally tho- literally those two things alone, not even including like the levels, the story, and things like that make it the best sonic game to me like just like th- that alone um God. yeah it's it's so good um you know like even outside of like city escape there's almost every level like uh at least for sonic and shadow yeah. in that game are like super memorable super fun like i could do a podcast just talking about that one that like that game alone it's it's it is- it's, it's it's really really uh incredible
0: it is crazy to me that Sega hasn't like at any point, at least to my knowledge, made a Chow garden like at least mobile game and try to monetize cool. it. Like what are they doing?
3: I have no idea, yeah. but like they're si- they're sitting on that bag right there. So um like I would even consider like <laughs> downloading that. The game next
0: season of Fortnite is is Chow themed. It's <laughs> Oh my God.
3: Yeah. So um <laughs> Yeah, and um I'm trying to think about what else specifically um that we haven't gone over. Um again, I, I love XD Gale of Darkness. Like granted I play like I had direct access to that one more than Coliseum, which I more dabbled in. Um but I liked how, you know, your partner was Eevee and you could just kind of you know, once you got further in the game, like you could find someone that had all the stones and you could just choose like, hey, which you know, what what do you want Eevee to evolve into? um the i forgot what the machine is called on your arm but like the thing that lets you like detect the shadow pokemon um you know it was a a very very great game um i still remember like just like the opening scene where there's just like the giant uh like ship that's just in the sea and then lugia just descends on it and just takes it's like it's so cool it's such a cool game um yeah so i'm good
2: justifer Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh wow! Okay. Fantastic! Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my god! Talk about that? Jeez. Mm-hmm. So. That's Paper yeah. Mario. So I'm not.
3: I'm not. I'm not. I'm. Not, I'm. Not, I'm not. I'm not here to bash Thousand Year Door because one, I never. I didn't end up finishing it, but I did start it last year, and then I got done with the second dungeon, which is basically like the Pikmin dungeon. That dungeon sucks. Mm. Like straight up. Like I don't care what anyone says. That dungeon was terrible. Like,
0: I mean, the Water games. Temple in Ocarina of Time sucks, and yeah. Ocarina of Time is one of the best games of all time. So like, you, games don't have to be like. Well, I mean, I haven't played Ocarina
3: of Time either, so I probably would disagree with that too. But anyway. Um, yeah, I
0: mean, <laughs> <laughs> different different podcast for that yeah, conversation. Different,
3: different <laughs> different um, but uh, yeah, and I, but I got to the part where you like go up to the city in the sky. I was like, this is so cool. And then my like save just got, I don't even know what happened to my save. My save just disappeared, so I never got to finish it. Um, but like, I really enjoyed what I played uh, of it, and uh, yeah. So I'm, uh, I hope it gets ported to Switch eventually. Um, so, mm-hmm. but yeah, I've, I've, I think that like from what you said and like what so many people say about Thousand Year Door, I, I believe to be true. Like it's really great.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hell yeah. Super Mario Strikers. Strikers, baseball, sluggers. Yeah, sluggers is so good. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Listen, as we, as we wrap up this retrospective on the GameCube and just kind of if you go back and think about
0: a lot of these, you know, consoles that are having, uh, you know, 10 plus year anniversaries, I'm sure when we get to the Wii U, these platforms have banger lineups. They have banger lineups like they have Dude, really good games and really do. like no one fucking bought a GameCube. We no, just I... talked for an hour and 15 minutes about banger games on this platform, I'd have done two yeah, hours yeah. if Yo, I could for
3: the GameCube. Yes, I agree with you, but for the Wii U, like a lot of those games have been ported now, so at this point, yeah, like, but
0: i is- re- yeah, but they're a native to that platform, sure. And all of those games are bangers. There's a reason they're getting ported because they're bangers and they deserve to be played. But like Asa just said, we could have talked for easily for two hours, if not three hours, about the GameCube because I think we can all safely say that the four five of us uh, have very fond feelings about. Uh, Nintendo's little cube. Um, I personally love the controller. I love the mini discs. Like I-, I loved everything about this console. It was just so different for the time. The controller was was you know still arguably you know one, one of the best, the best controllers, controllers out there. It yeah. still gets it's yeah. still usable on the Switch for some games. Like it is a game.
1: Listen, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. Um, the last, the
2: last well, thing.
5: The-
1: The last thing that I want before we
0: wrap things up, because I know Asa has has got to go uh, and we let everyone plugs their things. There's a new thing that we started doing on the show called what's in the box. And I want to
2: give the panel here a chance to score some points up against And I'm going to read the back of the box.
0: The first person that can get a point. So, You will be added to the scores if you are able to score here and you'll get to, you know, be up on the standings against the other demokes. So
2: the first game on the backs of two Titans. Frozen in time. The quick point. Jesse's on the board. We were doing GameCube (laughs) games. I, was I was like to a vibrant world with four
1: brand new heroes.
2: Join the
3: vault. H- Two? No. Second. Yeah.
0: Oh. <laughs> <Bravely default laughs> oh <to>. shit. <laughs> I was like, I don't nice. know, I Can with the point. And that the was final game.
3: I was just like, okay, that's I don't know. Just I'm not gonna explain my head my head process. Go ahead.
0: The world has been swallowed by chaos.
3: Stranger appeared. Shimagami Tensei <laughs> five?
0: No. As a demonic revolution descends into a broken Tokyo, the choices you make will oh. determine
3: Tokyo Mirage Sessions. Tokyo Mirage Sessions. Oh, shimegami Tensei no. Four. Oh, Shin Tensei. Yes, oh, two. not yeah.
6: turn.
1: Three. Not yeah. uh... <laughs> Dang. So uh, that... Also close. I know. I...
3: You. You, you were we good. Do... <laughs> you. You were good about not like not pausing like for Grayson because if you paused for Grayson like a second longer, I would have been like, oh, I, it's, it's three.
0: I that's uh, why I that's why I didn't look up because I I knew if I looked up yeah, I would have smiled yeah. so I yeah. I was like I kept staring at the box like I can't look up uh, so mm. that that puts for a score recap Todd is currently leading the season with four points uh, Jesse now is in a three way tie with Dom and Mike with two points and Cam is on the board with one Grayson Asa I will have you on again soon with a chance to redeem yourself and get right. on the board um, I'm gonna reset the scores after december and then we'll start a fresh season in january and we shall see we shall see but as we wrap things up asa take the floor please plug all the things first of all thank you all so much for coming on but asa plug all the things let people know where they can find you what you're doing what you got going on
4: yeah absolutely um i've got way too much going on um a lot of my content has uh been on hiatus because i've just been all over the place so um i still stream every once in a while on twitch.tv slash portal entertainment at least once or twice a week Um, but um to plug a lot so i'm the community manager for waking oni games Um, we have a game onsen master that's coming out this year um so please keep an eye open for that um it's basically spirited away uh mixed together with like overcooked so it's chaotic fun um i also uh, work with TakeThis.org um and uh, feminist frequency in the games hotline so um take this as a mental health organization within games and the games hotline is a free resource for the games industry. Um, it is a support hotline. It's free. It's, it's text based, So all you have to do is tech support to two three three six eight, and we have live agents that can um, that know the lingo of games and can talk to you about whatever's going on in your life. Um, so, yeah, so I've got uh, a, a lot going on, but please um, consider supporting both of those um, orgs because it's, it's giving Tuesday, but then, um, it's also our end of year fundraiser for the games hotline and feminist frequency. So um, we're currently raising money for the upcoming year so we can build the hotline and make it better
0: um, for the games industry. So oh, yeah, yeah, awesome. I love it. Everyone listening, watching, make sure you check those things out. Uh, Grayson, what about you? Where can everyone find you? What you got going on? Um, yeah, I'm not not as busy as busy as Aza. So um, you could just follow, you could just follow me on
6: Twitter. Grayson Morales, and then if you guys want to see my writing, it's uh, at gamerant.com. That's it. Love it. You Love can, it.
0: You can follow me on Twitter too. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Aza Green River O seven. Oh, uh, a Green River. 07. A Green River O seven. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. It is correct on the video.
1: I just didn't look at it for some reason. I thought I was smart. I thought I was. I thought I had it all in my brain. Uh,
2: Jesse, what about you? oh yeah love it love what you're doing over there primo uh and cam you
0: take us out what do you got going on
3: uh I'm just I'm just chilling right now. I'm uh, um going to the game awards next week. That should be fun. Um I'm doing stuff with IGN. I'm not I don't have anything to announce yet, but that's where all my freelance work has been in the past recent months. So um, you know, and I normally tweet out everything that I do um once it gets published on my Twitter at Cam Final Mix. Um and yeah, that's that's about it.
0: Hell yeah. Well, Again, thank all of you so much. It's been a pleasure. I love having you all on. Seriously, the door is always open. If you can't tell, Cam's on like once a month at least, I would say. Maybe not once a month, but That's the door fun. is always open for all you lovely folks. I love you guys so much. I'm I'm always in awe of the things you're all doing, and I, I appreciate and respect the hell out of all of you. So thank you for taking the time to chat with me about nonsense tonight. Um, but anyways, you can find me at Begroom, find everything we do at Pass Controller, and until next time.